Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a strong finish to the Santa Claus rally today. I know that may sound strange considering that Christmas was a couple weeks ago now, but as we've been talking about here, the Santa Claus rally really takes place from the last five trading days of the year into the first two trading days of the new year, and that is the most bullish seven trading days historically for our markets. Uh, After this rally, though, markets can get a little weak until about mid to late January, but in the action, especially in the action we're seeing right now, that doesn't always hold up, and it doesn't necessarily mean our markets can't keep heading higher. And based off the action that we saw today and a little bit of yesterday, which I'll touch on here too, this market wants to head higher. Like I said, we saw it yesterday, even with all of our major indexes finishing lower on the day yesterday after opening in record territory like they did yesterday and selling off, the internals yesterday were still impressive for a down day uh, and the trend or, or arms index signaled the same as well. I'll cover both of those more here in a second. But going into January, we think we found the theme for 2021, very similar to the theme for 2020, and that is liquidity. Going into this year, there's now roughly $15 trillion in combined monetary and fiscal stimulus globally in the market right now. And with that level of liquidity, in the system, it makes it hard, really hard, for our markets to go lower and consistently head lower. Now, that does mean a few things, and it isn't great for some people out there, but from an investing point of view, it's not all bad. It does mean that the fundamentals of companies will be continued to be overlooked um, and likely ignored, and it's yet to be seen what the long-term consequences of that will be. We, we know that it, it could be a bubble. Uh, it could be like the dot-coms. Um, but right now, it's hard to be anything other than bullish. And we, we've been hearing a lot from our, from our members and people online that if Biden is, in fact, inaugurated and, let's say, the Democrats win, both of the two Georgia Senate seats in the runoff race that's taking place today, that the market will react negatively. And yesterday they talked about this a lot in the fake news financial media, saying that if Democrats win both seats, then the market could sell off 5 to 10% in short order. That's just pure fear-mongering. Um, it works up people's emotions. A lot of times when they're talking about political things, it tends to have very little impact on the market. And here at the VRA, we're contrarians. We see things a lot differently right now. In fact, we would say that Democrats winning both of those seats would not only be bullish for our markets, but hyper bullish for our markets. Now, we've, we've covered this here a lot. You know that, that we are big Trump supporters here, but just like in golf, you got to play the ball as it lies. So regardless of the outcome in the January the tw- January 20th inauguration, regardless of the outcome in these Georgia Senate runoff races, we're going to be working hard here 
every day in 2021 as we have in the past to be making you money. And that for us here is the goal at the end of the day. So for our markets, as we see it, if the Dems do up sweeping in Georgia, um, we think it'll likely be a split um, just to, to make it look like the, the Republican Party is still doing something. But regardless of what happens, it's not only not bearish, but hyper bullish. Here's why. Markets love liquidity. And if the Democratic Party controls our government, you can pretty much guarantee, you can take this to the bank, that trillions more on top of the current $15 trillion in liquidity globally right now, it's only going to get bigger. So, sure, everyone will say it's a bubble, uh, these valuations are too high, but who's to say how high is too high? Uh, how inflated can that bubble get? That's something that we can only know in hindsight. And right now, it looks like that bubble may still only be beginning. And it serves a few different purposes here. A soaring, a soaring stock market for the Democratic Party is a big win for them. If everyone is making a killing in the markets, their 401ks are looking strong, home prices skyrocketing, then people will be less inclined to worry about policy decisions. Uh, they won't think about the fact that an election was just stolen from them. It lulls people to sleep. We've talked about this here before. It is essentially a psyop. People see the market, they see their 401ks, and they think, well, we thought it could have been bad, but the world hadn't fallen apart yet. It looks like everything's fine. If the smart money is still invested in this market, then everything must be going okay. So you can see how the Democratic Party controlling the Senate could be a huge positive just for our stock markets. I'm not going to talk about anything else there. So leaving politics aside, it could be a great opportunity to make money in this market. And that's exactly what we plan to do. And if there is a huge bubble around the corner, we're going to ride that wave as long as we can to crush Mr. Market in 2021. So looking at our markets on the day, we certainly saw none of the uneasiness that the fake news financial media was talking about yesterday in the Georgia runoff races because we finished higher across the board today. Really didn't hear any of that talk today. I, didn't, I don't tune into a whole lot of financial media anymore, but didn't, didn't see any of that today. The Russell 2000 led the way up 1.71% to 1,979. We were followed there by the NASDAQ up 0.95% to 12,818, just, just barely off of the highs of the day too. Followed there by the S&P 500 up just over 7 tenths of 1% to 3,726. And lastly, the Dow finishing up just over half of a percent to 30,391. Now, as I mentioned earlier, let's take a look at our internals on the day because we're seeing some signals in the internals right now that are telling us that this market does want to continue higher. As I mentioned yesterday, even with our markets down across the board, NASDAQ volume came in two to one positive on the day. New 52-week highs to lows came in strong across the board. So it, didn't look, it wasn't all bad yesterday. Then today, we just got red hot numbers across the board here. Advances beating out declines over two and a half to one positive on the day. New 52-week highs lows continue to be strong. 311 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 10 
hitting new 52-week lows. That's not the same strength that we've seen where we had the plus 700 stocks hitting new 52-week highs, but those are still strong numbers there. And then lastly here, volume. As I mentioned yesterday, strong on the NASDAQ, far better today. Three and a half to one positive for the New York Stock Exchange, roughly four to one positive here for the NASDAQ. Folks, those are very strong readings from the internals. There's no way around that here. This just rock solid. And then as I mentioned earlier, another area that we saw bullishness in, I'm going to pull up one last reading here to see where we finished, but we saw it in the trend. When the market is down and the trend or arms index is low, that is a bullish reading. And we got that again today. Even with our market higher, the trend was in low territory almost all day today. It did break above it a little bit, finishing below a one though. Folks, that is, it's an intraday reading more than anything else, but still signaling strength there. It's certainly something we're going to keep watching. Looking at our sectors on the day, we got almost an exact opposite of what we saw yesterday. Yesterday, we finished with 10 sectors negative out of our 11. Today, we finished with 10 out of our 11 positive. We were led again by energy today, just rocks all up over 4.5%. And I'm going to cover energy here more in a second in our VRA commodity watch. But first, we were followed there by materials, industrials, and consumer discretionary. Our one laggard on the day was real estate. It tried to go positive before the close, finished roughly flat on the day, down just 0.08%. Now, finally here for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now up today, just over three-tenths of 1% to 1,952 an ounce. Silver having an even better day. And that's what you want to see from precious metals is silver leading the way. So it's up a nice 1.47% to $27.77 an ounce. Uh, Copper up as well, even bigger, 2.74% to $3.65 a pound. And as I mentioned earlier, oil, energy, our best sector today, and oil, the biggest increase on the day today, as news came out that OPEC Plus is going to allow for voluntary oil cuts in February, and the Saudi energy minister went as far to say that they will reduce their oil production in both February and March by 1 million barrels per day. Now, Many, and I I hear this from industry insiders as well, would be surprised to see oil heading higher in such an anti-fossil fuel environment that the Democratic Party is proposing right now. But an important factor here that, that hadn't gotten much play yet is that oil production in the U.S. and around the world is likely going to drop, and especially here in the U.S. under a Biden administration, could very well drop. So you take away the supply, what's going to happen? Oil prices are going to rise, and we see that trend as continuing. Uh, We saw that today. Oil hit its highest level since the coronavirus insanity lows, almost up 5% on the day-to-day to $49.98 a barrel now. That is slightly off the highs of the day, uh, but really right at it. It was able to break above $50 a barrel earlier in the day-to-day. Lastly, here for our markets, uh, Bitcoin, a a huge day today. As we talked about here, Bitcoin is an interesting tell for the market. Usually can lead the market in both directions. So now 
what is Bitcoin telling us on this massive rally? Uh, It's that the market would want to head higher as long as this relationship holds up. But as Tom McClellan pointed out, when you go back and look at the chart, when Bitcoin starts to get to crazyville, like kind of like we're seeing right now, it becomes harder for the the market to follow. So that relationship can break down when Bitcoin uh, just gets a little ridiculous. And we might be seeing a little bit of that right now. Bitcoin up 7.8% now on the day to 33,900 of Bitcoin. So we'll have to monitor and see if the markets can follow this monster move. But based off this move, telling us again that our markets do want to head higher from here. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcasts every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.